Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 103. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week on the MCAT Podcast. If you didn't already know, maybe this is your first time joining us. If it is, thank you. But if you didn't know, I also host the Pre-Med Years, the Old Pre-Meds Podcast, Specialty Stories, Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A, and we have some more podcasts coming up on the MedEd Media Network. So stay tuned for all of those and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, in Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts or music. This week, we are continuing our deep dive into Next Step Test Prep's full length 10 with passage number six. All right, Brian, back with some more Next Step full length 10 going through this the, the next probably several months of the MCAT podcast going through full length 10. Last week we did discretes. Now we're back with another passage, passage six, uh, covering three questions out of the four that were able to be pulled for the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're on the, we've, we've made it to our first kind of milestone. We are now halfway through the chemical and physical foundation section, right? So it's 59 questions. Once we got to question 30, uh, we made it to the halfway point. So now we're, we're doing the back half. Uh, of the chemphys section. So let, let's take a look at passage six here. Uh, it says nutritional facts labels, figure one, list the percentages supplied uh, for one day of human nutrients provided by one serving of a particular uh, food based on a daily diet of 2,000 nutritional calories. Since 1990, there have been a number of changes to the label guidelines. Their purpose was to allow the public to make informed decisions concerning the food they eat. Table 1 provides thermodynamic information concerning water and enthalpy changes for some combustion reactions. It should be noted that labeling is based on nutritional calories, NCAL, which is equivalent to one kilocalorie, KCAL. A calorie, small c, C-A-L, is defined as the heat needed to raise the temperature of one gram of water by one degree Celsius. And then figure 1 here is a nutrition fact from some sort of um, snack, which, uh, seems to be some sort of pretty salty food and sugary food, <laughs> mostly carbs here. Um, and it's, you know, like you see on the back of any box a nutrition facts label, and then we get table one, which is a whole bunch of Delta H information for some, some various heat of combustion reactions. Um, so th- this one, I think a n- nice little palate cleanser, the, the, the science here, I mean, it's just a nutrition label, um, not quite nearly so hard as, as the discretes or the last couple of passages we looked at. Uh, but of course the real MCAT's going to be like that, right? It's not going to be impossibly hard the whole way through. You're going to get a couple of passages here or there, but a li- little less intense. It, it may feel impossibly hard the whole way through, but it shouldn't be. Yeah, it, sh- it certainly shouldn't be. Yeah. Okay. So question 32 
Based on the information presented, what is the maximum number of packages of this product that a person could consume in a day without exceeding the FDA's recommended caloric intake level? Interesting. The FDA's recommended caloric intake level. So they're saying a daily diet of 2,000 calories, mm-hmm. nutritional calories. Uh, and the package says that um, there are 230 calories per serving, mm-hmm. but there are eight servings per package. There and, you go. Perfect. And, and that's really yeah. the, the key to reading this. So, I mean, mm-hmm. this this is being a human 101 is understanding nutrition labels. And unfortunately, a lot of people still don't understand how to read them. So, um, mm-hmm. which is why they're changing, which is good. Anyway, uh, so the maximum number of packages of this product. So if you have 230 calories and there are um, eight servings per package, so you have... 1600 plus another uh what 240 so Mm -hmm. 1840 calories Mm -hmm. um in one package so it it would be only one package that you could eat without exceeding the calories yeah there you go you you can eat the entire box of thin mints but you can't have anything else that (laughs) done sold (laughs) (laughs) done for the day yep (laughs) Yeah, and Ryan, that's absolutely right, right? The answer here is B1. You could eat the entire box of whatever this food is, uh, and that would be almost all of your calories for the day. And it's funny you say that about not recognizing the serving size and how many servings are in the container, um, because when we look at our data from full-length 10, a, a shockingly large number of students, I mean, almost 30% of the students who take this test pick eight. Like, they think you could eat eight of, of these boxes, but the reality is you could eat eight servings. Yeah. So either they're misreading the label or they're misreading the question. And, you know, I always try to emphasize to people again and again and again, this is a reading test that just so happens to be about science. Mm-hmm. So read those questions carefully because, frankly, this should be a gimme, right? I mean, this yeah. is <laughs> – you described it as being a human 101, and it really is. This should be a gimme, and yet 30% of people are not reading the question carefully enough to get it right. Well, when you look at our rates of obesity and, and overweightness in this country, it's, it's over 30%, but maybe 30% of those people just don't know how to read labels. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a lot. Right. It's an informational problem rather than a motivational yeah. one, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. You want to give us number 33 there? Question 33. Based on the information presented in the passage, how many nutritional calories per serving come from dietary fiber? All right. So we have dietary fiber listed on here as four grams, and it's 16% of the daily value for uh, this label here. And let's see. We need to know that four grams is, I don't know. So I'm looking. Based on the information presented, how many nutritional calories per serving come from dietary fiber? Yeah, so the MCAT doesn't expect you to know much in the way of nutrition. Yeah. It cares much more about kind of cellular level, molecular level metabolism. Yeah. But you should but you know, do need, car- yeah, carbs you should is know four. macronutrients. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's four calories per, per carbohydrate, right? Yep. Um, so, well, yeah, yeah, yes, correct. Per gram. Yeah. Yeah. Per, per gram of carbohydrate. Um, per serving. I'm very confused. Oh, uh, well, this is just another one you should know. Oh, okay, so, so yeah. So let me, and fiber. Yeah. Yeah. So let me, uh, let me read the answers here. So A is zero. Uh, B is 230. C is 240. 
and D is two, uh, 320. And so I, I'm just being thrown off. The reason I, I'm, I'm slowly answering this, I'm being thrown off by <clears throat> the question, how many calories per serving come from fiber? But we're told that each serving is 230 calories. Mm-hmm. And so all of the calories can't come from fiber. So that would be B, 230, yep. more than the number of calories. So I, I'm very confused. And, and maybe I'm overthinking it. Um, because yeah, you should actually just walk into the test knowing the fiber doesn't have calories. Um. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Diet, dietary fiber literally has zero calories. It's uh, it's the part part of food that do- doesn't have any calories at all. Um. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I guess I know that. I guess I was overthinking it. I mean, being an exercise physiology major and former personal trainer, I guess you you know that fiber is one of those things that you want and. I've I've never really thought of it being a zero calorie um, food though a substance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's right. I mean, and, and you obviously know this, and our listeners may be familiar with this just from again kind of general knowledge about you know fiber serving primarily as a bulking agent in your stool yeah. uh, and provide yeah. it the nutrition that it provides is actually in the form of maintaining your gut microbiome, right? Yeah. Like it it helps maintain your your intestinal flora. Yeah. Um, in particular, the thing that the MCAT is likely to ask you about in terms of intestinal flora, beyond just the fact that they, they eat your fiber, um, is that they also make your vitamin K. So while fiber itself may not be strictly required to keep a human cell alive, fiber is required to keep a human body alive um, because you need to maintain good intestinal bacteria, right? So they can make your vitamin K, which is essential in uh, the blood clotting cascade. So even though fiber doesn't have any calories, doesn't mean it's not a nutrient. In the same way, look, iron and calcium don't have any calories, but they're still incredibly important nutrients. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, I, I would have gotten the right answer because the other answers are ridiculously high. So to right, make yep. to make this question trickier, I would have put a, a lower uh, calorie number as an, another answer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, although you're right, there's two paths to the answer. Uh, and, and yet again, when we look at the statistics on students who have taken this test, um, most students get this right. I mean, probably almost 90% of students get this right, but still like, what what are those other 10% doing? Right. Like this should be a question that is 100% everyone who reads it gets it right. Either because you know that fiber doesn't have any calories or because a serving only has 200 calories. Yeah. So all these answer choices except for zero are ludicrous. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I mean, I hear what you're saying, Ryan, about this question could be made harder. Of course, I, you, you could make any question harder, but it illustrates something that the, that you will see on the real MCAT, right? There, there are definitely questions on the real MCAT, not, not many, but some, where three out of the four answer choices are just patently absurd. I mean, I mean, like when you actually think about what the question is asking, it's like physically impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and my favorite was, I forget which one this was from years and years ago, but it was like, asking you to calculate something with like the length of a bone and like two of the four answer choices had the bone being taller than a human <laughs> or, or so like it made literally no sense. And so that, that can absolutely happen is, you know, don't, don't surrender your common sense just cause you're uh, taking the MCAT. Yeah. Don't surrender your common sense. I like that. That's a tweetable right there. Yep. All right. Question 34. How many grams of propane must undergo complete combustion to convert one kilogram of water at 25 degrees Celsius to steam 
at 100 degrees Celsius. So how many grams of propane must undergo complete combustion? And so we're raising one kilogram of water 75 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. So I'll, right. I'll, I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, oh, yeah. These are all numbers, right? I, one I, gram, 10 grams, 51 gram, 90 yeah. grams of propane. Yeah. And we're, we're not actually going to do this one um, like, like on, on the podcast. Now, I, I just put it here to talk through it, like the framework for it, because this one you actually have to sit down and do a whole bunch of calculation. After doing questions, we I think it was last week and two weeks ago, we had been doing a whole bunch of questions where I was saying like, oh, just kind of feel your way through it or, oh, just do it conceptually. Um, I put this one back in here just to remind folks that, yeah, OK, look, there are some cases where, <laughs> like it or not, you got to do a whole boring buttload of math, right? <laughs> I could just uh, I, I could just picture a student sitting at a Pearson Center cussing you out going, oh, Brian just said, just just feel your way through it. And they're sitting there with like four equations trying to get to the answer. Right. Yeah. I feel my way through burning propane. I don't think that's going to do so hot. It's like it's like uh, happy Gilmore sitting there going, just tap, tap, tap it in. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. So uh, th- this is a question that you conceptually you have to know the framework. And Ryan, you actually said the very first step, which was so you have a thousand grams, one one kilogram of water. You have to raise it 75 degrees. And so the equation that we would need to know there is Q equals MC delta T. So heat equals mass times specific gravity times the change in temperature. The next thing you would have to do is it says steam at 100 degrees C. So we would have to do a um, phase change. And the equation for that is ML, mass times the latent heat, or or sometimes delta H sub L. Um, So again, 1,000 grams times the latent heat of water, uh, the heat of vaporization here, which is given to us in table one. So once you added those two up, you'll get some number, right? Some big, huge number of joules. Then what you do is you go back to table one and you see how many, um, the heat of combustion for propane, and you would be expected to remember, to recognize propane, the name propane, like prop as a three carbon. So, because the table doesn't give this to you, right? The table just has the molecule. So you should find C3H8, and you should recognize that as propane, and see that it has a delta H of uh, 2219 kilojoules per mole, get released by burning it. So you would then have to figure out how many moles of propane are needed. And then the very final step would be converting moles back to gram by dividing by the molecular weight. So a whole bunch of steps here, right? Heat the water up, boil the water to steam, get your joule total, get, go from joules to moles, go from moles to grams. Uh, it, the answer happens to be 51 grams if anyone is, is printing out the handout and trying to crank this out by hand. Uh, so it's, it's C, and if you got that, good job. Um, but this is one of those cases where there's no cute way to do it, right? There's no cute shortcuts. There's no, like, little back-of-the-envelope stuff. You, you really have to pick up that marker and that laminated whiteboard they give you uh, and just grind this one out. Okay. So that's, that's a hard one. Um, okay. And and the the propane, I think the knowing that three carbon um, thing about propane, I think would, would probably throw a lot of students off just right off the bat to to go. Okay, I I kind of know where to go, but I don't know which of these reactions in this table to use. Yeah, you'd have to recognize here the CH four is methane, the C three propane, C eight octane. 
C2H5OH, ethanol, right? I mean, you definitely have to recognize the names of these molecules. Okay. All right, there you have it again. More of Full Length 10, Passage 6, covering some food stuff and a couple other propane and water temperature stuff, heating up water, all kinds of fun, fun stuff. If you are in the market for full-length test prep exams, full-length MCAT test prep exams, go check out Next Step Test Prep. Save 10% on any of their full-length exam packages, whether you're buying four, six, or all 10. You can save 10% using the promo code MCATSPOD. That's all capital letters, M-C-A-T-P-O-D. Again, save 10%. You can also check out their MCAT course or their one-on-one tutoring. Again, all of that can be found at nextsteptestprep.com. Hope you have a great week. Come back next time for some more of Full Length 10.